Hello, welcome to another episode of Houston. We have a podcast. Um, on today's episode, we will be changing things up a little bit. Uh, instead of our longer episodes and combining multiple segments, uh, we're going to be switching off between uh, reviewing some recent movies and then some of our other you know, fun game-like segments that we've been doing in the past. Uh, so on this episode specifically, we're going to focus on talking about new movies we've seen, uh, reviewing new things, um, and with me, as always, is your co-host, Paulo. And hey. we also have first-time guest, Mina. Mina, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Uh, so as we do, uh, introducing first-time guests onto the show to help our audience get to know you, uh, do you have a movie character and a movie that can help describe you as a person? Oh, yeah, sure. So the movie character that I think describes me as a person is the Hulk. Uh, specifically from Avengers 2. So the reason for this is the Hulk I see as like, you know, a scientist, right? He's a doctor by training. I'm actually a researcher by training. Uh, <laughs> so there's that part. And then he goes in and he saves the day and beats the crap out of Loki. So I like that part. And I like to imagine myself as like, a, a, you know. Um, terms and of because the movie, you're always angry. <laughs> yeah. That, sorry. I, I left out that very key <laughs> cornerstone piece. But yeah, the anger mixed with science, that is kind of me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, and the other parts of the movie that represents me, I would say the mummy because I'm Egyptian. So there's that. And also there is definitely the angry part because, I mean, spoiler, the guy, you know, he's doing this all to like oh, kill everyone for no angry. reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, I think he's angry. He, he's not nice. No, he is angry. Is he doing it for no reason? I feel like he has some justification. Yeah, I mean, sure. There it's, is a it's a revenge thing for him. Yeah, also, which... That, that kind of... That's anger-related. Wait, actually, no, but there's also, like, the love piece because of uh, Anuk Sunamun. Yeah, that's true. Because he wants to bring her back. It's yeah, kind of romantic yeah. in a <laughs> weird way. But still, I, I stick with all those things in the... They definitely kind of describe me. Nice. Well, cool. you're definitely introducing yourself as an angry person, so we'll see how that lives <laughs> on in the episode. Um, all right. So the movies we're going to talk about. Uh, so I guess we each got something we've watched recently uh, that we want to chat about. Uh, Apollo, how about you uh, go first here? Okay. I'll go first. Um, so, I mean, you said we're going to be talking about new movies, but this is a little – I mean, this came out in 2018. Uh uh, but I had never heard of it before the, before I watched it on Netflix, and uh, neither have you guys, so it counts. Um, I watched The Domestics. Um, it just, I kind of like stumbled across it on one of those nights where you don't know what to watch. Um, but it it's, has uh, Kate Bosworth and Tyler Hoechlin in it. I, I don't know anything that they're in, but... Um, Basically, uh, the movie is about uh, it's like post-apocalyptic, um, and the the main characters, the two, the couple, are like they're trying to make it across um, the U.S. to to find to find her parents. Not yeah, to find her parents because uh, like she the the girl the lady's wife is worried because they they haven't like called in a while. Um, and then, but at the same time, there's, uh, there's like the remaining people in 
in the U.S. have turned into like they've they've created gangs, and the, each gang has a different theme. So like there's like um, gamblers. Um, it, it's all kind of obvious. Like they gamble and they kill people. Like and everyone kills each other. And like the sheets, they wear like bed sheets over their heads, so they look like ghosts. And then there's like another gang that wears like animal heads. I forget what that one's called, but yeah, they they all have like a very straight up theme, and they just all like they're all dangerous. Um, and um, so basically, it's it's about I think it's there's like meaning behind it, which I don't really know what it is, but I thought it was it was like entertaining because I mean, um, it, there's a lot of uh. I, I kind of divide it into like different scenes and interactions in the movie. Like there's one with uh, Lan- where they run into Lance Reddick, um, who uh, what was he? It's um, what has he been in? Do you, do you guys know? He's from the Wire, right? From the Wire, yeah, he was in the Wire. Oh, yeah. There's like there's a movie specifically that I'm thinking of though. Uh, he he's like um. He's like always a side character. Uh, he's in the every guy movie. in John Wick who's in the hotel. Yes, yes, that's what I'm thinking of. The the hotel uh, concierge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in John Wick. Um. So basically, there's like one sequence where they they run into him and he like saves them and he's like he kind of steals the 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 movie you know in a a bit because he's like very charismatic and it's it's weird he's like very chipper even though like people are getting mowed down by uh machine guns around him and he has like his son and his wife and he's just like oh he's inviting these two people to dinner um at his house even though there's like gangs roaming around and killing everyone um and then it turns out i'm about to spoil some of it sorry whatever (laughs) no one's listening um (laughs) Um, it turns so he he treats them to dinner and it's like a very nice family thing and uh, um, it turns out that he's a cannibal and he he's fed them like human meat. <laughs> um, there's just like yeah bits like that that I I found uh, entertaining morbidly in in a morbid way. Um, and there's uh, I don't know what else to describe about the movie like oh there's there's a, a like a sub plot or thing about the the main characters where they've they're like having trouble with their relationship um but they're trying to like work through it because they have to work together to not die <laughs> um i've never seen yeah, lance reddick play happy he's always been like serious and angry in every role i've ever seen him in and like stoic yeah <laughs> or or stoic yeah yeah no it's like it was very weird to see him act in this role and but it was like it was great he was um but then, like he, it's funny you mention that because he immediately after he turns into like angry and, uh, um, just like how you're used to seeing him because before they meet up with him, there's like a, a gang member that uh, they like kill his his friends and then the gang member starts chasing or he starts hunting them the couple, and then when they have after they have dinner, the the gang member finally f- catches up to them and he like kills. Lance Reddick's family in the in like the crossfire so he blames the couple and like he starts hunting them down and he turns into that the same Lance Reddick that we're used to <laughs> I feel like that's one of those situations where like the casting kind of ruins the twist of a movie 
Um, I remember, mm-hmm. I feel like it was like 20, early 2010s, uh, there was a movie called The Drop with Tom Hardy where he plays like a bartender where it's like people make the money drop for the gangsters at the end of the night. Um, and like oh, yeah. the big twist at the end is like he's actually a badass. And it's like, of course he is. He's Tom Hardy. <laughs> and like the whole time he's playing like just like all oh, the innocent bartender. But it's like, no, you got to get someone else for that role. I mean, I, get, I guess you could say that about uh, Lance Reddick in this one because like it, he seems off, especially after like at dinner when they're in when they're all like at his house and I, I think i called it like as soon as they finished eating and they started talking about the food i was like okay they ate people because he's like it's just he seems like a little uh what's the word like it, it's like sneaky crazy like you know what's coming but um yeah but there's other, like there's other stuff oh it's super gory too like the action was pretty cool um and um um there's a cool sequence uh, with the gambler gang where they're forced to do, play like Russian roulette and they nail their hands to like a wooden uh, to a, a a gun stuck to a wooden board. So they have to like and it points at each other. So they have to like shoot. It's like r- r- Russian roulette with the guns pointing at each other. That's that was pretty cool. I, I recommend um, for like some mindless, not mindless actually, because there is I can I can tell there are like themes that and like metaphors that with all these different uh gangs and like the relationship with the husband and the wife but i mean i think i was just watching it for surface value <laughs> uh speaking of like all the different gangs how would it compare to like the 1970s warriors movie i don't know if you've seen it's, that yeah it's um it's only similar in that way with like the different theme gangs. There's no, like, I, I mean, the, the similarity is the gangs and that in the themes and that like the people are trying to get from point A to point B. But I mean, I think there's no other similarity there. Um, also, by the way, another tidbit of information. So Ty, Tyler Hoechlin, uh, I think you said you didn't know what else he's from. He's Superman in nope. the Arrow universe. What? Yeah, so in like yeah. the the Supergirl TV show and like the Arrow, yeah, he's the he's Superman. Oh, because oh, it's in a TV show. Yeah, that's why <laughs> he's discount <That's> Superman. Why. <laughs> um, how does Lance Reddick get like a happy not like? I whenever I think of him, I think of like just yelling bullshit like all the time, <laughs> like just always, you know, like yeah, like from the wire, he's like that's bullshit. Oh okay, I can see. Yeah, I I haven't seen the wire either, so. But he says it so good. He's like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Just his because his voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I recommend a, the wire, by the way. I, I will. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's just, it's almost creepy, I guess, and that's. I think that's the point. Right. Um, but it's. Yeah, I think I think that's like perfect casting for like the twist you see coming. <laughs> cool. But enough about Lance Reddick. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you guys should watch it. All of you listening too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mina, what uh, what movie do you want to talk about? Yeah, so movie that I picked was the Joker, the most recent one, which I guess it's not available on like Netflix or anything yet to my knowledge, but 
Uh, I yeah. not stream it for free. Well, I mean, or like download it. Yeah, I guess you could. Do, I actually saw it in movie theaters like a little while ago, but I wanted to talk about that because trouble. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I mean. Anyways, I'll I'll not comment <laughs> on that. Yeah. So. <laughs> So yeah, the Joker, the one, so the most recent one with Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker. I thought, first of all, like he does an amazing job as a Joker, because you know, like if if you see like Joaquin Phoenix and other things, like he definitely has this like kind of like twisted side to him. Or like, I mean, I remember the one time he was on some on talk show where he trolls someone. He had like the big beard and he like hadn't like showed up. Career. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, like, it was, when I first heard him being cast for that role, I thought it was, like, a little bit, like, interesting. And I think he, he totally delivered on that. So, the the Joker is really, I mean, I like it because it's it's a superhero movie, or, I mean, it's a supervillain in this case, and it's the backstory of the Joker, right? Or his origins. But it really kind of, like, makes it very human in some sense. Like, they show, like, the breaking down of, like his personal character and how he went from being like a somewhat decent while crazy human being to a full-blown like crazy like menace that like incites riot right and I that progression is it's really interesting and it's very human in some ways like it definitely relates to some things that we see in like this day and age like mental health you know there's like a scene where there's like a counselor or social worker that he sees like every week and she's not really doing much for him she just asks like the same old questions and he smokes so much I, have to. <laughs> I don't yeah so i don't know carson if you've seen her like paul i guess you have because you laughed at that but i think in every single scene he smokes a cigarette like i swear to god that movie like took like 10 years off like watching <laughs> like just from cigarettes Okay, now, now I'm, I'm rambling. But so on that think, topic, though, um, yeah. so he recently played Jesus in a movie uh, yeah. with his wife, what, Rooney Mara, uh, he, playing Mary Magdalene. Did? Yeah, and so there's this one scene where he's like on the cross, and it's like between um, scenes or between takes, and there's like Rooney Mara is going up the cross, and he's like nailed to the cross, and he and she's giving him a cigarette um, so that he can smoke <laughs> between scenes, and it's just like oh, Jesus smoking on the cross. That's hilarious. Maybe that's not even improvised. It's just yeah. his natural character. Yeah, like his him. natural it's deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Phoenix, can you please stop smoking? <laughs> like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I I thought it was it was really good to kind of show that progression. And then I guess the thing that's also interesting is so The Dark Knight is one of my like all time favorite movies, which maybe it's a little bit cliche because it's a superhero movie, but to go from, like, the Joker, which is, like, exceptionally dark and, like, exceptionally personal, I would say. Uh, I mean, I don't want to kind of say the tidbits, but there's there's very personal things that happen to him, which push him over the edge. And then when you watch The Dark Knight, you see that he's really, like, this kind of, like, can I swear? Like, I, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, he's this, like, batshit crazy guy that, like, really just wants to, like, insight chaos like you kind of like it justifies that while it's definitely not part of the same series like it does in my mind build a little bit of continuity and the dark knight while it is also a superhero movie it's kind of like in the way i saw it as like a realistic way of portraying like 
a villain because you know the Joker has no superpowers, right? All he is is crazy, and he knows how to essentially manipulate people. And the fact that he's so crazy is really his superpower. It's the fact that he will like have no limit. And interestingly, in the Joker, the new one, you see all the things that he loses along the way, which really make him so at the end like he really doesn't have anything else to lose. I don't know. I I thought that part was like that part of the movie was really interesting to me. It could definitely apply to like how some people unfortunately like fall for that in real life, although you don't really have those types of super villains, of course. But <laughs> Yeah, well, that's so the that's... Dark Knight I do like more than the Joker, but one thing I like about the Joker more than uh the Dark Knight is exactly what you were saying, how you see him fail and you see him kind of get kicked to the curb and like you see the reasons why he would do something mad. Um whereas like in the Dark Knight it's just kinda like, I'm crazy and I'm gonna do crazy things. <laughs> And it's like it's the same with Batman. It's like they they keep going back to oh your parents got shot when you were a kid, but it's like and now he's just punching people for like forty years. And it's like you gotta <laughs> you gotta fail at something so people see your motivation again. It's not just like you can't just keep relying back on that one incident. Yeah, that that actually kind of took me out of it though when I was walk, watching Joker. Aside from the fact that it's just like miserable <laughs> like to see everything, but um, like I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, like. Um, being spoiled, I guess, by the Dark Knight and like that being my Joker, I guess, like the the one that I easily identify. Okay, this is the Joker. When seeing like everything happening in the Joker movie, it made me like question like how could this guy do all the things that he did in the Dark Knight? Because it was like so calculated and so like meticulous and like to the point where it's complete almost impossible with like mm-hmm. the timing and everything but i mean like don't get me wrong the the movie was great like it, it could have they could have just called it like mental health and had no yeah. relation to that and it was still would have been like amazing but um i don't know i i was i guess the dark knight has ruined me for any other portrayal of the joker <laughs> i don't know for me like i don't like that movies have to connect like i like them more individually yeah. and i hope they don't do a sequel on this one which they probably definitely will considering how many money they make <laughs> um but it's like uh i think dc at first they were starting to copy marvel of like oh everything has to be connected it's got to be this one big story um and now they've started what's called like dc elseworlds which is just like we're gonna have every movie just be its own thing and we're just gonna say it's a parallel universe and for me, I like that much better because you can just tell one really good story on its own and not have to worry about what the consequences of that are the down down the road. It's like, tell your story, get in, get out. Don't worry about the long run. <laughs> so the lesson here is, kids, if you if you can't compete with Marvel, give up on what you're doing <laughs> and do something else. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it could be. Which, uh, which Joker did you guys like better? The... Joaquin Phoenix or Heath Ledger? I mean, I so I I like. I guess I enjoyed Heath Ledger more. Okay. I mean, both like in terms of like in like fun and uh, character-wise, even though there's not really a backstory, which is also like a good thing because it's like there's the mystery around him. I mean, I still really liked the the Joker or uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. It's just, I was like, and the, I guess it was the point, but I was just uncomfortable, like, for two hours. <laughs> it's not a feel-good movie, you're right. It's not. <laughs> not. Yeah, for me, it's so hard to compare, because it's almost like they're not even the same character. 
And it's kind of an unfair yeah. comparison because the Joker, that's a movie all to himself where he has a backstory, whereas like in The Dark Knight, Batman is the main character, and so that's where all the character development is, and he's just like a side character. So like, I don't know, if if I really had to choose, I'd probably say Joaquin Phoenix is one, but it's like just because of the circumstances. Right, good point. Yeah, they they are difficult to compare, you're right. Although, yeah, I guess I like the Joaquin Phoenix type crazy over <laughs> the... Heath Ledger crazy because, because I don't know real? it seems more realistic well I yeah, mean yeah. I guess that was kind of the point right like yeah whereas Heath Ledger is like yeah I mean it, I like the fact that the Joker is super calculated in the Dark Knight but at the same time like it is like that makes it unrealistic and I don't know I like the realistic aspect of the, the craziness that just made it seem cooler to me but um maybe that's just yeah personal the, the one thing I didn't really like was the whole I have a medical condition that makes me laugh card. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if that does exist, sure, I'll buy into it, but it just felt like a little too much. At least it yeah. wasn't a vat of chemicals that he fell into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to their credit, like, they used it well, like, on the bus scene, and then, like, when he's in, like, the washroom. Um, it's like, okay, they use it as a good plot device, so I kind of forgive it a bit, but the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so what, what do you think the... Uh the unescapable sequel of Joker is going to be about. <laughs> It'll have to be an origin story on Batman, I guess, again. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe they'll have him, like, kill Batman's parents. <laughs> that seems like the obvious thing, right? Like, somehow concoct a scheme to kill his parents. It's just, yeah, it's but completely it's... not the robber anymore, like the random robber guy. Maybe yeah. he, he goes to university and learns how to become smarter because <laughs> so his character can eventually become like he is in Dark Knight. It's it's like the same thing over again. Like he's he's trying to make himself better, but then he just keeps like he gets expelled. He cheats in on a test. Like a girl turns him down, then the downward <laughs> slope again, and then he starts killing people. Or it would be like the beginning of uh, Batman Begins, but for the Joker, where it's like he gets uh, tutelaged by Liam Neeson, and it's like, this is how you become a real guy. <laughs> Imagine, wait, yeah, what if he was like, uh, he, he studied as a, uh, in, in the League of Shadows? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a twist. <laughs> Carson, what have you seen? Uh, okay, so the movie I've seen recently is The Old Guard. Uh, which is a movie, uh, a Netflix original, so a movie that Netflix produced. Um, it is a movie about a team of super soldiers led by a famous actor or actress, Charlize Theron, uh, told from the perspective of a new person joining the team uh, who is new to the super squad, and they fight a generic villain. And I'm going to contrast this movie to Six Underground, uh, which is also a Netflix movie about a team of super soldiers led by a famous actor or actress, Ryan Reynolds, told from the perspective of a new person joining the team, <laughs> and they go and fight a generic villain. Um, so two very similar movies. Seems like Netflix is a little uh, running out of ideas. Uh, but one of these movies I enjoyed, and one of these movies I had to turn off three times before I finished. Uh, the, <laughs> the Old Guard is the better version of this. Um, Six Underground was completely unbearable, and I actually do not remember what the end of the movie is, despite the fact that I know I did watch it this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically The Old Guard 
Um, it's around like Charlie's is there and team of super soldiers that they can't die. They basically go around the world, like trying to, um, maintain world order or do go on missions or something like that. Um, the thing I liked about it is that they bring it into the storyline that these characters are over a thousand years old. And so there's elements of like, what is it like to be alive for a thousand years? Like, uh, two of the characters on the team are in a relationship and it's like, how do you maintain that passion for a thousand years? And like, is that a, a positive or a negative? And then just like her associating people and not wanting to like have friends or like get to know people because of stuff that's happened in the past. Um, as well as just like stuff, like general stuff that they do with, um, just the element of like being immortal and being a super soldier and all that. Like I like what they did with it. And for that, that was enough for me to at least enjoy the generic rest of the plot. Um, whereas Six Underground, like, they really did nothing with the characters that made them likable at all. It was really just about, like, let's have an action scene. And, like, the action scenes in Old Guard weren't phenomenal, but they were, like, that wasn't the point of the movie. It was, like, it was just enough to keep you entertained while you were learning more about the characters. Um, so overall, like, decent, I uh, like, half-hearted <laughs> recommendation on it. Like, in this decent, quarantine... That... Yeah, I thought it was going to be like way worse than that. From, I, from I your, think it's because from of this, your review. this quarantine period where there's like nothing else going on. It's like, hey, a, a movie, like a new movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's I'm kind of annoyed that Netflix is like running out of ideas and making the same movies over and again. But like at least the second movie they made of it is better than the first one. Carson, um, if if you think Netflix is running out of ideas, you've clearly not watched Warrior Nun <laughs> on Netflix. I definitely have. Which I haven't either. <laughs> but um, I, I could tell from the title it's not like anything they've made. Uh, but this is also going to uh, next year. I was looking ahead at like the, the Netflix original movies that are coming out. Uh, and they have a movie called Gray Man, uh, which is basically a travel around the world two famous actors face off like mano a mano against each other. It's like Chris Evans versus Ryan Gosling. Um, and then later in the year, they have a movie called Red Notice, which is Ryan Reynolds and The Rock chasing each other around the world, going mano a mano. <laughs> like, they're just maybe like, they're having like competitions with like the directors within Netflix. Like, okay, uh, both of you have this premise, and now go. Who, let's see who makes it better. Yeah, I'd say they're trying to save money by just using the same script for two movies. But uh, I think they're <laughs> two of like their most expensive movies. So we'll see how that goes. At least uh, Red Notice has Gal Gadot in it as well. So, <laughs> all right, I'll watch that one. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, so would like would a normal person <laughs> like it? No, I mean like would uh... Carlson's normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I mean like like a say a a main not mainstream like. Is I'd there mainstream appeal where a... we're going to have like four of these movies? So that's interesting because they actually do set it up for future movies. And I think it's based on graphic novels. Um, and so oh. there is like more stories that they have and they do like leave the door open for that. Um, I, I feel like there could be some appeal to it. And I think it actually has been decently successful on Netflix in terms of views like they've had quite a bit. Um, and so like there probably is sequel potential more so than Six Underground. Um, I like if they come out with the second one, like I'd probably watch it if, I mean, if it's on Netflix and it's free and it's not costing me anything. Um, 
but no, like I, I think people would be entertained by it. Like there's the action's decent. Like Charlie's Theron, late in career, hasn't has like converted herself into an action star, and I think like she's pretty decent at it. Uh, between like this and Atomic Blonde and a few other things, so yeah, she's solid. Um, the rest of the cast is pretty generic, but it's enough to get by. Who else is in it? Um, guy, and then other guy. <laughs> um, the only other person that I really knew from it was um, so the the main girl who the story is told to is like the new member on the team. Uh, she was the the female lead in uh, If Beale Street Could Talk, which was a Oscar-nominated movie from a year ago, so it's pretty different to see her as like uh, this dramatic love story back in like the '60s, and then now action hero. Uh, but like, yeah, she does okay. Oh, she would tell Edgio for oh, right, him as yeah. well. He actually has a decent I just, role. I just looked it up, and I don't know any of these other names. <laughs> yeah, the guy who plays the villains are really bad. He's like a CEO of a pharmacist company who wants to like kidnap them so he can like get their blood and make everyone immortal and sell it to them. Um, and he's just like <laughs> cartoonish sounds, social media CEO. That sounds um, familiar. It sounds like something else. Someone else. Is it's it a pretty Cat generic Woman? idea. No, no. What? It's a pretty generic idea. I feel like it's not unreasonable yeah, for someone else like to have that. Steal superhero blood and like make like everyone... Hellboy. I think they no, do Mega... that, okay. no, not Mega Mind. Um, what's it? Uh, Incredibles, the first one. Right. If everyone's incredible, oh. no one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But less violent, I guess. Yeah. So I, I, I guess to wrap it up, my uh, if you have Netflix and you're bored and you have two hours, sure, watch it. <laughs> I, I now have uh two completely opposite reviews of the old guard. <laughs> what was the other one? one? I don't know. One that it, they wouldn't, there wasn't this much detail, but apparently that it was like good. I don't even remember where I saw that from. I think it was like a YouTube video. I wouldn't say it was bad. I, it's, it's fine. <laughs> okay. The action was good, I suppose. If you watch six underground first and then immediately old guard, you'll see all the things that it did right. Uh, and that 600 rounded poorly, so it'll make it better. How about, um, okay, between Extraction, which is another Netflix original, and uh, The Old Guard? I did not watch Extraction, so I could not see Oh, okay. But I also I mean, watched the trailer to Extraction, and I feel like that was enough for me to decide on The Old Guard and not <laughs> the Extraction. It's, it's like watching... <laughs> Ong Bak or The Protector, like those Tony Jaa movies. Those are decent. It's yeah, um, but it's it's literally just watching action. <laughs> like that's why you watch them. That's yeah. kind of like that's like um, watching Extraction to like a lesser extent. Yeah, if I'm watching a movie just for action, though, I feel like Tony Jaa can hold that down better than Chris Hemsworth can, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, God, God love him, he tries. Um. All right. Well, those are. Three new movies that we've seen recently. Uh, I think we all sort of recommend the movies that we that we watched. We got <laughs> the Joker. Uh, what was yours called again? Mine. Yes. Oh, the Domestics. The Domestics and the Old Guard. Uh, so go ahead and check those out. Is Domestics on streaming service somewhere? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Joker seems like it's not yet, but I'm sure it'll be eventually. Uh, so check those out and, and let us know if you agree or disagree with our thoughts.
Oh, um, yeah, about that. Sorry, really quick. I, I wanted to uh, shout out to our, our listeners because, um, Carson, uh, you gave you showed me the, the, the data recently. Now it's kind of I was kind of blown away with uh, how many people are actually listening. So um, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And if you guys, I I'm curious to hear if anyone is like actually listening or if maybe it's like all bots. But if you are <laughs> out there, <laughs> um, like comment on our Instagram or something or our Twitter, which we don't even use. But I'll read it if you if you do. And what is our so, Instagram? Our our Instagram is at. Oh shit! It's yeah, our name. At Houston, we have a. It's at Houston. We have a podcast. Uh, yes. Not H W H A P. That's the that's, that's the, the Twitter, Twitter, which doesn't matter. Yes, <laughs> I, I am also interested in having anyone, literally any random person from the internet who has listened to this show, comment. Uh, if anyone gives us a recommendation on our Instagram of like an episode to do, we will totally do it. Uh, <laughs> just because why not? You could even be on the podcast. Who knows? That's true. We I are think virtual we tried now. This before early on. And no one ever answered, but we'll see. Maybe this time. Maybe people Maybe are bored enough time. in this quarantine that somebody will actually come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of our, our review episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, as I mentioned before, we're splitting our episodes into uh, review and our segment episodes. Uh, so stay tuned on our channel in the next uh, week or two, and you'll see uh, another uh, a segment episode that we have coming up. And we hope you enjoy that, too. Bye. Bye.